I will admit I haven't been paying much attention to the news lately. So my chat with Kim, uh, checking back in with her after three weeks was kind of a shock. Um, and also really, really super interesting and great, great. Just great to catch up with Kim again. So I really hope you enjoy this one and thanks for listening. All right. So you're, you're like... You're like one of the only people that I actually have to have happy hour with. In fact, I had to change the whole name of the podcast because I was like, this isn't working. Everybody lives in the ridiculous time zones to me. What was the name of the podcast? I can't remember. Oh, it used to be Global Pandemic Virtual Happy Hour, but I've just <laughs> dropped Virtual Happy Hour because that's just not working out for me. So now no, it's just Global Pandemic. Now it's just a Global Pandemic. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> It's still virtual, I guess, but I don't think that would work in the title. So <laughs> like... Global pandemic virtual meltdown. That's what we're yes, that's, that would be a good one. Definitely. <laughs> how are you going? Mm. Lordy B, do you want me to launch into podcast? How am I going? Or are you asking me how I'm going? No, how you're going. How you're going. I'm doing okay today. I had a few wobbly days. Did you? I did. I did have a few wobbly days last week. But you know what I did? And I love this so much. Mm. Um, we had one of the rare days where it was pouring with rain here in Singapore, but without thunder and lightning. Mm. So I went and stood in the rain. Like I just went outside my clothes and just stood in my front garden in the <sighs> rain. And it was freaking amazing. It was just... And, and the moment the drop started landing on me, I just cried like you know you know the shoulder sobbing <laughs> the shoulder yeah um that and I and then I felt amazing and it just felt so good it's exactly what I needed I can so yeah. see it in my mind's eye I can just picture it we do it as children right we yeah. go outside in the rain and we feel that yeah it was just so awesome mm. um, and I felt outside I yeah, felt that, outside for the first time yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was me. How are you? How are you doing? You have kids at home. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's actually properly school holidays now. So they're meant to be home. Okay. Um, and my husband. So we had a camping trip planned um, down the south coast, but all travel got stopped a couple of weeks ago. So I can't actually remember when we first spoke whether that was in place. I think things were still. Um, up in the air yeah. about that at that point yeah yeah because yeah. you were sort of in much less restrictive yes position than we yeah 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 so um they they stopped any non-essential travel i think that would have been about two weeks ago so we kind of about knew. three weeks ago i think yeah right okay um so we sort of said well what do you want to do? Do you want to just take the time off anyway and stay home mm. or, or keep working? So he decided to take the week off anyway and we bought a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not like you have enough stress in your life. At the yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so I've had, a few, I've had a few wobbly days where I wondered what the hell was I thinking? Um, <laughs> but it's... It's fun. It's it's mostly um, it's mostly lovely. There's just a couple of hours. I think kind of first thing in the morning when everybody seems to want something from me. Yeah. 
So the yeah. kids and the cats and the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have cats. Because well, yeah. I, I was thinking, do you have cats? Because I totally understand yes. that. Like, the cat desperately trying to trip you up from the moment you stand up. <laughs> exactly. Like that's, no. <laughs> their, their sole freaking purpose is to see if they can trip you up. Yeah. Well, and, and then... <laughs> And if I don't have a cat under my feet, like I'm, I'm wondering what's wrong with them. I'm like, where are they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it's nice distraction. Um, it's, it's really made me focus on the here and now because like I'm forced to. So I find myself going through days, sometimes a couple of days without checking the news. Um, oh, that's so awesome. Like, yeah. Really awesome. Yeah, without constantly kind of updating myself and everything that's going on. And also I think it's just becoming, I don't want to say the new normal, I hate that phrase. I don't know why I hate it, but it, it, it's kind of, I guess the, the shock factor of the first couple of weeks of it is kind of worn mm-hmm. off. So I don't feel that need either to just check in all the time and like see what the latest, you know, count is and all that kind of stuff. So um, that's actually, so I can interrupt because that's really powerful because I don't know if you, so, you know, I do the well-being stuff. And mm. what happens when we're anxious, when we're overly anxious and fearful, we try to gain as much information as we possibly can because it helps us feel like we're in control of the situation. Mm. So if you are letting that go a lot more, that says to me that you're actually relaxing into this a lot more. I think so. I, I, I definitely think so. I was very anxious. I look back now and I didn't think I was at the time, but I look back now and I can see myself spending hours a day, like trying to un- understand it. I think like, like you said, get that sort of control. There was, there was one point where I read an article and it, it compared the Australian, um, flu seasons for the last few years and mm. what how many hospitalizations and deaths we have um from the flu in general and apparently 2017 was a really bad year and there were 2000 deaths from the flu wow yeah um, and that meant x amount of hospital beds and blah 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 and then they they kind of extrapolated that and said if we had a bad flu season on top of this we would be x amount of hospital beds um x amount of not enough hospital beds kind of thing yeah 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 that was that that was when i let go because Mm. then i went okay i just have to let the people who are in control of this do what they need to do to make sure that that doesn't happen. And if that means that I need to keep my kids home from school and I need to stay home myself and wash my hands every 17 seconds (laughs) (laughs) and not to get together with my friends or go and secretly visit people or have parties, um, then that's what I'll do. And, and, and once I kind of felt that, um, it, I don't know if it just kind of made sense to me. I needed that data for some reason. I needed that kind of, okay, so, this is how it compares to a regular kind of thing. And I, I just let go from, from about that point. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, do you think you could contextualise it? Is that what it was? Do you think you, like, you could yeah. actually put it into yeah. perspective? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 Because there was all this stuff going around, like, well, people die of the flu all the time. And mm. um, this was before 
things in New York City got really, really bad and I hadn't been really following that so much anyway. Um, and I think I kind of felt like, I, I don't know, I was just, I just didn't feel like I had enough context. And once that kind of came through and they were like, a really bad year is this many and, and, and it took up a lot of hospital beds and that was just a regular flu. And yeah. then I was like, okay, all right, I get it that's that's what I need to do um because I would hate to be that person that um you know resulted in people getting sick and I don't think we're in such a low risk area where I live but if everybody thinks like that and <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah oh, and that's the that's the concern is that everyone sort of has their what they determine to be their boundary, right? So the, so the, the government says, here's the boundary. And, yes. everyone kind of, and everyone goes, well, my boundary is just slightly over that. Um, <laughs> but, the, you know, the person down the road, their boundary is a long way over that. So yeah. the moment you start crossing the boundaries, the moment yeah. crossing boundaries is okay, it's, you're opening yourself up for trouble. Honey, are we actually recording now, now? Or yeah, yeah, now? we've been recording for a while. I'm sorry. Oh, but, oh no, is this, no, no. Uh, my husband needs this room in about oh. 24 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's no problem at all. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> as delightful as this chat is, I'm going to get kicked out at 7.30 my time. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's so fine. I actually, I was keen to talk to you because for a, for a couple of reasons. Um, and I'm, it's, all, it's all turned to jelly over here in Singapore at the moment. Has it? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Anyway, sorry, what did you want to say? No, please, well, please tell me because I want to know because we've done the whole flattening the curve thing and now, so we're in the first week of school holidays and we, we just had a, a, not an announcement, but our New South Wales government premier said today that she's pushing for kids to go back to school from week three. Yeah. Which is in about three and a bit weeks. And we've been off for five, nearly five weeks, um, as in we've been asked to keep our kids home and I'd already kept them home because they'd been a bit sick. And then, yeah. so all together, by that, by that stage, it'll be about eight weeks of most kids not going to school. But New, uh, Victoria have said they're going to homeschool for the whole term. Yeah. And I think also the ACT, but, but New South Wales is pushing for kids to go back to school week three. And I'm kind of, that makes me feel a bit anxious again. Uh, yeah, well, I, look, what's going on over here mm. is, um, do you want me to spring into it? We're doing it now? Yes, are we doing it now, yeah. now? Yeah. Oh. Tell me everything. You'll, ed you'll edit that bit out, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. It's, it's all free. That's, it's just free, 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 free chatting. Um, I would like to offer a cautionary tale, okay. all right, because when we last spoke, like three weeks ago or something, yeah. we were just living the high life here in Singapore, okay? We were still able to go out to bars and pubs and um, we weren't in lockdown per se, but because what they had done very early on is they'd been really, really uh, proactive very early on. And so they had this this whole track and trace, test and trace mm. thing going on. And they were so freaking good at it. And it's, it all completely looked to be under control. 
And then there were just little grains of sand that started slipping through this whole process, right through the fingers mm. of, of the government. And all of a sudden, um, there was a teacher at my daughter's school. <gasps> this must be th three weeks ago. A, a teacher at my daughter's school was tested positive. And then so everyone was sort of sent home. Um, and then all of a sudden, it wasn't just one teacher. It was eight teachers and a couple of administrators. And the, the teacher... The, lit the teacher had felt unwell and had been at home, had come back to school for one day, and in that one day had infected nearly a dozen other people. Okay. And, and then she got finally traced back to a bar in town where someone had flown in from the USA before the USA had deemed to be, you know, a hotspot mm -hmm. and had taken their virus with them to this bar. So you have like got dozens and dozens of people who are now attached to that, to people who visited the bar that evening. And these grains of sand that were starting to slip through these incredibly, you know, close-knit fingers that Singapore had around the virus, these grains of sand just started becoming a trickle. And then that trickle just became a swarm. And we are now in exponential growth. They it got into, we have a lot of uh, foreign workers over here, bless them, who come and do, um, you know, the, the yes. roads and the, and the drains and the plumbing and all that kind of stuff. Um, most of them live in these big dormitories. And it got into, um, the virus made its way to a very popular shopping centre here, which has got a lot of Indian products. And obviously one of the workers has gone to this particular store and the store now has this huge cluster. But the worker has taken it back to his dormitory. Mm. And we're, this dormitory has 6,000 people in it, I think. Um, and it has just run rabid, just run rabid through this dormitory. So a week ago, we were put in lockdown. We are now in full New Zealand-style right. uh, lockdown. So all essential businesses have been closed. Uh, we are allowed to go out to the supermarket. If we step outside, we have to wear a mask unless we're running. That's the only time, you know, if you're right. jogging yep. or cycling, you yep. wear a mask. So we really interesting journey here in Singapore because we started feeling so in control. Ugh. So, so in control of it. You, you guys were, you were like the poster child of coronavirus we were uh, even using singapore as an example here our government was mm -hmm. like look what singapore's doing yep uh and i just want people to understand that a few grains of sand mm. right just a few little community transfers of this mm. virus and the whole thing changes the whole dynamic changes and, and that's not to scare people, but I really hope that people understand, though, that, you know, if they're going, oh, yes, please, can we just let go, get, get out, you know, and get back to work or get back to school or whatever. Only if you know you're not going to let through a few grains of sand. But how can you ever know that? Well, I guess that's, that's the point. Or you have to know that you might be able to go back to work, but not forever, right? Because if it starts to get out of control, they have to. Tighten it up, up again. Um, so really, so we still feel quite safe here, but it's, it's really interesting to hear Prime Minister Lee here, um, really wonderful leader. But the amount of times he's actually been connected with Jacinda Ardern in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And now the people of Singapore are looking to New Zealand and going, <laughs> wow, yeah. as the exemplar, right? Wow, yeah. look what they're doing over there. And, and we've literally been told, 
we want to be like New Zealand. We want to go into a four-week lockdown so that we can really crush the curve. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening here now. That must be funny for you. <laughs> it's, it's a journey. <laughs> oh, we have so many memes over here about just in the, like, everyone just loves them and we're, we just, we just all wish that, like, you know, we used to make jokes about New Zealand and now we wish New Zealand was part of Australia and we could have her as our Prime Minister instead. Yeah, yeah, we, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> um, but, but there again, I think it, you know, if, if the Singapore story tells us anything, it's, it's none of us can get too cocky, right, with what's going on in our communities yeah. and our countries. Yeah. This virus is so infectious and and nobody has immunity to it. You know, you were talking before about comparing it to the flu. The flu's, you know, a great comparison because it's, it's a form of coronavirus, but a huge swathe of the population have some form of immunity to it. Right. And... And other, you know, another percentage of the population have been vaccinated against it. Yeah, yeah. This virus here, it literally can just, yeah, it can enter any human body at once. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> oh gosh! Wow. I'm um. Wow. And so, does that mean schools are closed as well? Yes, yeah, so here's what happened. Uh, there was a case at, like I say, at my daughter's school. And so they all got sent home. Um, and then they did, and they were told, like, for the next week, you're going to be doing online learning, and then you will come back to school for a week, and then holidays. Yeah. Uh, they came home for a week, and then all of a sudden, ping, 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 this little cluster appeared at the school. And it was like, okay. So they did online learning for those final two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and in those two weeks, uh, all students were stopped. They went on quarantine, but they were told, please stay at home because we do not know who at the school has picked up the virus, mm -hmm. right? So the kids were asked to just sort of stay at home and self-isolate. And um, the day that that quarantine, and all the teachers and staff were put in strict quarantine in their bedrooms, in their homes, quarantine. Right. Yeah. Um, and the day, the day that quarantine ended was the day the national lockdown started. Oh. <laughs> so, um, so, look, my daughter is 17 and, um, you know, is sort of quite introverted anyway, so she actually thinks it's like Christmas. Because <laughs> I don't have to leave my home and I don't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah. I've heard my friend's son's 15 and he was like, yay, no school, this is great. And then after about three weeks, he was like, yeah, okay. maybe school's not that bad. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> My daughter. maybe I wouldn't mind going back at some point. Well, she's on holiday now, so, you know, like your children are. So it, it takes the pressure off, right? You can say, fine, lounge in your bed in your pyjamas all day and have yeah. tomato sauce. Tomato sauce on toast is a perfectly acceptable breakfast. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything goes. My kids are eating Easter eggs for lunch and I'm like, whatever. It's all good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> So, so we'll, you know, we'll be fine. I must say, though, after sitting here, you know, in the early stages of, of COVID-19 here in Singapore and sort of seeing these, you know, 15 new cases a day and, um, and, and watching the curve kind of being controlled and going, yes, 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 and feeling really hopeful, um, it, it's a different experience 
you know, one day getting 200 cases. And we've only got 5 million in the island, right? So one day is 200 cases, and the next day is 280 cases, and the next day is 380 cases, and the next day is 330. And yesterday was 480 cases or something. Yeah. And you go, wow, wow, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, um, well, that's, it's, I, sp- I ended up speaking to a woman in New York City, um, even though I'd done, I'd spoken to some people in the States already, but I felt like it was a special situation. And it was similar sort of thing. Like they, I think, I mean, you guys had really clear information and you had a clear kind of plan of action and it somehow the grains of sand got through anyway, but in New York city or in the States in general, had such mixed messages coming from different parts of government so federal government state governments and then local governments and what you were talking about before about boundaries is that I feel like over there even even here for a little while at the beginning um because we had similar kind of things very briefly um Mm. is that people could pick what worked for them in a way and so you know, they'd go, well, I prefer Trump's version of events, so I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> Even yeah. if the local mayor was saying, you know, like in New York City, um, we need to, everyone needs to stay home. But when you've got these conflicting messages, you can understand how something like that gets out of control. So it's kind of, I don't want to say scary, but it's kind of like... Um, disconcerting when you look at somewhere like Singapore where everything is seemingly was done the right way they had the clear messaging the you know mm-hmm. the track the testing and the track and tracing and, and all that kind of stuff and then still it manages to find its way because that's what it does like you said it finds a human and it goes okay another one great um, <laughs> right I'm on my way um world world domination and you go oh Oh gosh! Well, um, that's yeah, yeah. right. Um, can I say? And I don't mean this to be judgment. You, you may have, you know, American listeners. Um, mm. This is said out of love and respect, but I do despair um, for the states and for other countries mm. like Brazil, where this mixed mixed messaging has been yeah. coming up. Because it's not just that there is a, a conflicting message; it seems to me there are conflicting realities. Definitely. And Definitely. right. Yeah. And when I'm looking in from somewhere like Singapore and, you know, and being deeply connected to New Zealand, two countries where we are definitely being given very clear, mm-hmm. very precise, very scientifically um, based um, directions and information when, when, when our reality is very clear. Mm-hmm. And our reality is based on the scientific facts mm-hmm. and the facts of, of infection and the facts of morbidity and the facts of mortality. Mm-hmm. To see other countries where people can pick and choose the reality they're living right. in, I despair. I despair for it because you cannot fight. And I don't even want to use the word fight because that's warlike, um, you know, warlike language. We cannot find our way through this Mm. we cannot save the lives that we need to save and we cannot um be as resilient as we need to be if we do not at least share the same reality Mm. no you're you're absolutely right and 
I don't think anybody can can argue against that. That's it's it's it is the sad reality. I'm going to use that word that of, of of unfortunately the countries where I guess where there's the greatest mistrust in a government when there's a real divisive already um, kind of situation and Australia we do kind of have that in a way. Um, I think you're pragmatic. You're a pragmatic people, so even well, yeah. if you don't. If yeah. you don't trust the leader, mm. you trust the process, right? Yeah, but right, yeah. So, and that's an interesting um, thing in itself, that watching Australians who, I mean, I didn't vote for, nobody voted for Scott Morrison. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, right? I think the virus did. <laughs> he just ended up, you know, in this situation. And, and to his credit, his, 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 him and his government have, have done quite well, but all the states have come together and that's what's been really interesting, I think, for Australia to watch is that kind of unity. Um, and, and so you're right, we're trusting in the process um, rather than, than this one kind of person. And even though a lot of people disagree with certain parts of it, I find that the majority, um, it's, it's almost like that, I don't want to use the word herd because I hate that um, every, everyone talks about herd immunity, but it's, it's a bit of a herd mentality. Everyone's like, okay, well, everybody else is staying home. I don't want to be that one person who's like just doing what I want and, and, and everyone's kind of um, conforming, which is a really interesting thing for Australia because we're not, we're not um, traditionally that way inclined really um no but you are <laughs> socially minded exactly and, exactly and you know this and this is a matter for the sociologists when this is all done but definitely from my, but from my from my observation mm. what i can see it's really interesting to sort of go on twitter and you see the americans talking about how new zealand's doing really well you know and <laughs> you know new zealand and taiwan and 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 mm. Um, Denmark or something are doing really, really well. And then, you know, and then you get these comments about, oh, yeah, but these are all countries where they're used to, you know, obeying the laws and obeying the rules. And I'm like, have you met a New Zealand? <laughs> Scandinavians. Are, but, no, no, not at all. Very single-minded and independent people, you know, and, and Absolutely. Absolutely. And so different how, how, how Denmark and Sweden have dealt with yeah, interesting. Did you see the thing about women leaders? How? Yes. How, we, yes. Anyway, we won't very, to go. No, there. very interesting. <laughs> we should talk about that next time. But I will let you go because I know your husband needs a room in six minutes. Um, I think he does. Uh, Can I just finish my point though? Really, because yes, it's yes, of course. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what I would, because what my what I've witnessed is that it's not necessarily about being following the rules, and it's not about trusting your leader. It's about I would love to see how the countries who are really still socially connected, where society is important, like the countries that have great social networks, Scandinavian countries, Australia, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. um, do you know what I mean? These are countries where, where our sense of self is extended beyond ourselves. Our sense of self is actually community. And so, like you were saying, we're not doing it because we're told to do it. We're doing it because we care for one another and we know it's right. Yeah, that's so true. That's, that's okay. kind of a... A nice thing to think about and a nice note to end to end yeah, before my husband kicks me out and it gets really unpleasant 
Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you checking back in. I really, I was looking forward to, to, to hearing how things were going. So, well, I'm definitely keen to chat to you again in another three weeks and I hope that things have um, reversed again. Yeah, I know. It's like a, it's like a soap opera over here. <laughs> you, the amazing story arc going on over here. So I'll touch base in a few weeks and we'll see where we are. Plot twist <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I hope so. I've got my fingers crossed. <laughs> Such a delight to chat with you. Again. You too. Thank you, Kim. Take care. Bye.